Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to lead your very best life one step at a time. Hey guys, welcome to episode number two of the show. Today's episode, Stop Worrying About Losing Your Job. I'm going to focus on four actionable things that you can do if you're worried about losing your job, you have some fear or anxiety with all the uncertainty going on in our world right now. If you fall into that bucket, this will obviously be a useful episode to you. If you're someone who's just generally interested in ways you can deal better with anxiety and worry, this will also be useful. And if you're someone who's looking for maybe some interesting ways to start looking at creating something for yourself, there's a little bit of that in here as well. I also give away some free coaching. I hope you enjoy. Today's episode kind of popped into my head because I just feel like it's so relevant right now with everything going on. And for those of you that are listening to this later on, we are in the midst of the coronavirus. It is, what is today's date? Friday, May 1st, actually. Friday, May 1st is when I'm recording this. And um, the it's a very uncertain time for very many, very many of us in so many different ways. And I've seen firsthand, and what I mean firsthand, I mean myself and others go through just so much fear and anxiety about what the future holds to us. And I think there's there's two components of that, and one I'm really going to focus on today. The first one's the virus. Uh, I mean, that's life or death, right? That's what that comes down to. People people are dying from that, and it's happening. And a lot of us don't see it. I certainly don't. I'm very exposed, uh, very sheltered from it. But it's hap- it's uh, it's definitely happening to a lot of different people, and that's and that's scary. And at, today, being May first, it seems like countries in the United States are are starting to get a better handle on what's going on. We're actually starting to reopen the country, and uh, that's a good thing. It seems like it's a thing in the headed in the right direction. Although there's a lot of fear around what that means in terms of is it going to stay open? Is the virus going to flare back up? What's going to happen in the fall with flu season and we don't have a vaccine? And of course, there's a lot of negative attention that goes to it. And that's really going to be part of this episode talking a little bit about that. But but the bigger thing that I want to focus on is the economy. And the economy is something that's, uh, for some people, it was just such an immediate hit. I mean, if you work for a restaurant or a hotel or a variety of other hospitality things or it's just when you start thinking about the the wave of repercussions from this thing happening it's just some people lost their jobs overnight and it's uh again my wife Natalie and I have been and really a lot of my friends and family that I know of for the most part some have been impacted but we we've been really lucky in that we you know we're both still working and uh she is able to go into her job every day and I work from home a lot anyway. So we, we haven't been overly impacted, but there's a significant uncertainty of what the future holds. Uh, I mean, the economy, for those of us that didn't kind of, f- didn't lose a job at the initial shaking of it, I mean, that's not, there's going to be a ripple effect of that. And, and we all know that, right? I mean, that's going to continue to transcend. And uh, and yeah, it's it's going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be a recession. We've been really fortunate the last 10 or 12 years. And here we are now going into what, what looks to be a recession. And uh, I'm, I'm a very positive guy. I don't think it's going to last that long. Hopefully it doesn't last that long, but we don't know. That's what this comes down to is we don't know the answer. And today's podcast is to address something that I've seen come up a lot in myself and others. And that's the fear of losing your job. For those of us that have been lucky enough to remain employed and uh, you you wake up every day and you wonder like, 
is this going to last? Is is today the day that human resources has a meeting? I know my company's done a good job of communicating and I have these meetings kind of bi-weekly and every meeting you're kind of waiting for the, okay, we're going to start reaching out to people to uh, scale down the workforce in uh, in the job elimination and furlough has, has certainly come up in some of our meetings. And while my company hasn't moved on that yet, uh, it, might, it may only be a matter of time until they do. And I know for a fact, I'm not the only person in that situation. I mean, I know for a fact, I've talked to a lot of friends, some friends have already gone through it. And uh, I was just sick and tired of worrying about it, to be completely honest. For a guy that sits there and talks about self-development and, you know, I'm all about creating the life I want and this and that, I'm sitting there worried about l- losing my job. And in theory, I guess I could understand it. Uh, and it is a scary thing, but it's just, I wasn't okay. And this goes to myself as a person. And I think a lot of other people, I don't want to ruin my days thinking about that. I just don't, that's not how I want to live my life, whether it's a recession or not a recession. There's more to life than worried about whether or not you have a job. Uh, and that's not just, that's not how life should be. So I put some time and effort into trying to fix myself, if you will. And I got some cool stuff today. And I, and I want to talk about four different things that I did, four particular things that I recommend that have worked for me. And they may not all work. Maybe one works for you, maybe none. But I recommend you try them. And I think they're going to help you step away from this fear or this anxiety if you are experiencing it and hopefully get into a place of uh, excitement, really, or abundance, or at least um, a sense of confidence, because that's really the key here, right? I mean, if we're confident and we we have some trust in ourselves, then things, things uh, no, no matter how bad they get, always have a way out, don't they? And true to my nature and true to my promise in my, in, in my introduction episode, I, I, I want to keep all the advice I give as actionable as possible. And I'm going to do my best to do that, especially on the first two, it's going to be relatively easy. Uh, but as we get a little further in, it might get a little bit more sublime, a little bit more esoteric or a little bit deeper. And for those, I'm offering two free coaching sessions. Anyone that hears this and anything that sparks with you on this and you want to work on and you want some support and work on this, I'm offering two free coaching sessions. So you just reach out to me, my emails, joechiccarelli.com or joe at joechiccarelli.com. You can go to my website, drop me a line, send me an email, and uh, I will... I will offer two free coaching sessions to anyone that wants to work through some of this stuff and uh, get some support. And well, I don't think two sessions will be all you'll need. It'll certainly help you get in the right direction and help get your mind right. So the first one, uh, and I've kind of organized these by like, here are some easy, pragmatic things to do. And here's stuff that takes a little bit more thinking, a little bit, a little bit of a deeper dive. And the first two in particular, uh, I'm, I'm looking at one as a reactive approach to kind of getting caught in the state of fear and anxiety, and, and the second one's more of a proactive approach. So let's start with a reactive approach. Uh, what's probably happening is you're thinking about getting laid off, you're thinking about losing your job, and somewhere in your mind you're envisioning, without realizing it, the worst case scenario, right? You don't even know what that is, but in your mind you're just assuming, you're associating getting, getting laid off with just some horrific, horrific outcome. And so the number one thing I'll say, the first thing I'll say is stop doing that. I just saw a recent LinkedIn post online. It was incredibly interesting. And it was a guy that just got laid off. And he was like, I was so, he just got laid off. He's got a wife, he's got a young kid. And he was like, the one thing I would say on top of all this is that the fear of it was so much, I mean, a thousand times worse than the actual act of it. Nothing, and and this goes well beyond, and we all know this, this goes well beyond getting laid off. Anything in life, we worry so much more about it than it actually, than it actually, um, 
than we actually should and than it, than it actually is. And so my request for you here, the action of this is to get your ass down, pull out your journal, take a piece of paper and, and literally write out the worst case scenario. If you lost your job today, what is the worst, what is the worst case scenario that would happen? I mean, you look at some of the, some of the things the government's doing. I know people uh, in my family that are making more money now on unemployment than they were working. And that's certainly not something you should strive for, but um, really take some time and think about what is the worst case scenario if you lost your job. And then take a step back and kind of laugh at yourself because I guarantee that worst case scenario and actually do that laugh. Uh, it's funny because when I first did this, I just looked at like what I wrote and I just laughed. I'm like, are you shitting me? Like, is you really think this is going to happen? So then hit return or take another sheet of paper and write down what what's more realistic. So you have worst case and then what's more realistic. And what I found for me when I started writing about, and this is me and some of the uh, things that I have going on in my life, but when I started thinking about it, I started to get excited about some of the more realistic. I'm going to have more time on my hands, more time to focus on other stuff, this and that. And there was a sense of excitement. And so the first thing is face the worst case scenario and don't just think about it, write it down. You need to write this stuff down because you're forced to, you're forced to, to see what your mind is, is, is concocting the bullshit that you're, the bullshit story that you're creating, you're, you're going to be forced to look at it on paper. And if you're forced to do that, you're going to be forced to really make a decision on, am I really going to buy into this? And I don't think you are. I certainly didn't. So that helped a lot. Keep, keep it too. Uh, because again, th- this is a reactive approach. Th- this is when you're 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 dealing with a really tough time, and you're kind of freaking out, and you're like, "What the hell should I do?" Uh, so th- this is a great thing to do in that scenario is to pull that back out and read it, edit it, whatever you got to do. But get in that mindset of what is the worst case scenario actually, not like what am I just you know our minds like shooting a million things a minute. So you think about it, then you think about something else, then you think about this or that, like. Focus and write it down. You could do it in under five. You could do it in under five ten minutes. Number two, this is proactive. So this is so you don't get into a reactive place where you need to write down the worst case scenario, right? And here's what you're probably doing, which you need to stop. You're reaching out to your friends. You're reaching out to coworkers, and you're look and you're sitting there scrolling through your newsfeed, uh, looking for that little nugget of good news. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like there's all this negative news about the economy's going to shrink and oh my God, I'm going to lose my job and you know, Trump's an asshole or the Democrats don't know or the media's just trying to screw him, all this, all this stuff and you're just scrolling through everything looking for that one little piece of good news that's going to make everything better for you. It's not coming, right? And even if it does come, it's not real. So stop doing that. And look, I want to be really sensitive to this. This is human nature to do this. It's really hard to stop this, right? Uh, and again, anything I'm showing you here can be applied to much bigger in life. But we all know that um, sitting around scrolling through social media or scrolling through news feeds is, is never probably a, <laughs> a productive thing to do. But we all do it. And, and that's, that's, um, that's okay. But you need to really recognize that by doing this, you're, you're creating this storm in your head, right? And you're exposing your, your, um, your emotions to all these potential negative things. And even though in your mind you're convincing yourself you're looking for something good, the news is, and, if you, and this, is what's the, this is what's the struggle for all of us, and myself included, is no one knows what's going to happen here. Not one person, not the CEO of your company, not the president of the United States, 
not Dr. Fauci, not Dr. Burks. No one knows what the hell's going to happen. And so we're doing our best to figure it out and we're doing our best to see how it's going to impact the economy. But at the end of the day, no one knows. And what's even more important for you to really recognize and actually sit and think about this, the media's job is to scare us. That is their job. And I'm not even, I'm not sitting here bashing the media, but that they're, if they don't create an, if they don't create an emotional reaction, you are never going to read anything they do. You're never going to tune into the video. You're never going to select the, the story. And that goes for anyone that knows about sales or marketing. I mean, you have to create an experience. You have to create an emotion out of people. And the media's only way of doing that is trying to get, trying to get an emotion out of you. And while I think they're capable, if you want to get an emotion out of me, post, have a, have a news feed that you, and I'm sure there is one out there. If, if you know one, let me know, but just to just post good news all the time. But in most cases, the media just finds the worst in every situation and, uh, puts a magnifying glass on it, blows it up, and tries to tell you the world's going to end because that's going to force you to read their stuff. And then when the more readers they have, the more they can sell their advertising space for. So we all know that, right? But actually, do we know that? So stop reading that. Stop doing that. The action from this is not, it's really one main thing, right? Because none of this is news to you. None of this is like, whoa, you're right. There might be a couple aha moments here. But the, the, the bigger piece is if you're going to, if, if you want to stop worrying and you want to stop having all this anxiety, um, step back, take a look in the mirror, be logical and realize what you're doing to yourself here, right? When you call that coworker and you say, oh, what do you think the company's going to do when you're both scared and you both don't know, like, don't make that call or don't go there in that conversation, right? Um, for me, I, I, uh, I just like on my cell phone, I got rid of like, if I like, I have an iPhone, if I scroll to the left, all the stories come up for the day. So I just got rid of that. And when I open Google Chrome, all like stories that might be useful to me, quote unquote, pull up. And I got rid of that. So just that, like, in addition to me not seeking out anything, just that has completely changed everything for me. Because th that was what was getting me is I'd open Google Chrome for something quickly and I'd see this article headline and boom, there I go down the train. So, um, that would be the other action, I guess, would be taking some time to kind of defend yourself a little bit. Like, you don't need to know everything that's going on every minute. It ha you don't. It has zero impact on you. And when it does have impact on you, you'll find out about it. I promise. You will find out about it. So make a concerted effort to just take care of your emotional surroundings. Cut out the bullshit. Cut out the other stuff. And I know this goes a lot above anxiety around losing your job. But at least for me, this was a massive step towards that. Uh, I started out in a, in a bad spot and I went into the reactive journaling and that was really helpful, but um, I haven't had to go back there because I've done a good job of just getting all that stuff out of there. When you get all that stuff out of there, it becomes easier to, to kind of um, start looking at number three and number four. And so uh, those, are, those are two actionable things that you can do this afternoon, tomorrow, if you have some anxiety or some fear around losing your job uh, and they'll help. I promise you, if you actually do them, they will absolutely help. So number three here, uh, this is a little bit more, like, like I said, a little bit more, um, it takes a little bit of a deeper deeper thought process to realize this. But the, the bottom line, if you're really worried about losing your job, you don't trust yourself. You actually don't trust yourself at all. If you had a friend that was like super sharp, I mean like, on top of it, hardworking, 
in general, they, they just had their shit together. And we all know those people, right? They just have their shit together. Um, what would you tell them if, if, if they were worried about losing your job? If, if, if they were worried about losing their job? Right, so your friend comes to you. This person's on top of it. They're sharp. They're super, whatever. Um, and they come to you. They say, "Oh my God, I'm so worried. I don't know what I'm going to lose my job." What would the advice? Think about it in your head right now. What advice would you give to them? What comes up for me is like, look, like you're an intelligent person, dude. Like you're smart. You're going to land on your feet. Give me a break. Like if it doesn't happen, it doesn't meant to be. Like if if it doesn't work out, it's not meant to be. Like. And you know deep down inside that that person's going to land on their feet. Like you're not just blowing smoke up their ass. You actually know that that person's going to land on their feet. And what you don't know is that you're actually that person. Think about that. You are actually that hardworking, sharp person. And if you're not, get your shit together and become that person. But if you're listening to this podcast, you are. So like, but yet you don't trust yourself, right? So like you completely trust that your friend's going to do fine and land on their feet. But you can't trust yourself that you're not going to do fine. And how do I know you don't trust yourself? Because if you completely trusted yourself in your abilities to deal with any situation thrown at you, if you really did, like be in that space for a second, if you really trust yourself and you knew no matter what, it, no matter what my job or life throws at me, I'm, I'm going to figure it out because I have up to this point in my life and I'm doing okay. Like, how... How would that change your approach to the to the losing your job? And don't feed me with the oh, this time's different. This time's different. What do you, what do you think people said in 08 when the recession went down? What do you think the dot com bubble? I mean, I was, you know, realistically in 08, I was just getting out of college. I was a lot more worried about drinking and partying than I was a job. But I mean, what do you think people said back then? This time's different. And, and, and I see it now too. I, I subscribe. I spend a lot of time on a particular finance blog and everyone's freaking out now because the, cause, you know, when, the, when the stock market went down and this and that. And all the feedback from the people that have been around, this is the exact rhetoric that happened in 2008. Exactly. Um, this time's different. This, time, this, you know, this is going to be a recession and we're going to deal with it, right? But if you can't trust yourself to actually make something happen, then that's something you need to work on, Right? That's something that you need to work on because you know you should. You know you can trust your friend there and you actually trust that. Like you know that person's going to figure it out. It's amazing as a coach when what I see in people and, and what oftentimes I don't see in myself and I struggle with. But it's amazing what, what you see in people as a coach. It's like I look at this person and they tell me their goals on day one and it's like I'm going to open up my, my gym and I get another person. I'm like this person like 100% is going to open up a gym. But yet in their mind, they don't see that. So you need to start to step back and see that and start to build that trust. So let's talk about some action here. If you want to build trust with yourself, think about it like this. How would you build trust with someone else? What are things that you would do with someone else to build trust? What would, here's another, what, what would someone you look, you trust look like? What, what would they do in this situation? Right? Someone that, someone that you trusted someone that trusted themselves, how would they respond in this situation? What would they do? What are the things they would do? Think about that. Because you know inside your head, right? Instead of sitting there worrying and doing this and doing that, then they would do other things. And we'll talk a little bit about that in number four. In number four. But I think that's the start. And if you're a journaler or you're someone, however you process information, you can sit here and think about this for the 15 seconds that I talk about it. But if you actually are serious about trying to build some trust with yourself, I think that's where you start. 
You think about how you would build trust with others and um, take those actions towards yourself. So let me think about that for a sec. How would I build trust with others? How would I? Um, I'd want to be consistent. If I said something, I'd want to go through with it, right? If some, if if I want a client to trust me at work, and they and I tell them I'm going to get them a proposal tomorrow, then I'm going to get them that proposal tomorrow, right? So how is that different in our head? If I say tomorrow I want to get up and work out at five o'clock in the morning and not go on um, social media and journal for a half hour. And then I get up and don't do any of those things. Why the hell would I trust myself on anything else? So you guys kind of see where I'm going here, right? Start thinking about how you could trust yourself and start making a decision on whether or not you want to, whether or not you're serious about doing that. And again, I'll reiterate for this one, it is a little bit more sublime. So uh, feel free to reach out to me. Happy to give two sessions. Happy to talk through some of this stuff with you. Absolutely. Uh, The last one here, you are wasting way too much time worrying, Right? I mean, that's, that's, and we all know that. I'm going to spare you the whole come out of COVID better than you came in. I mean, all that kind of, it's not BS, but it, that's the fluff, right? That's the fluff that we talk about. Um, and so I'm not going to get on that road and just leave you hanging, but I am going to tell you that you should be working on something right now. If you're actually worried about getting laid off, whether or not you should be or whether or not that's real or not, um, and you wouldn't do your job for free, so if you got laid off and your company said, look, we can't afford to pay you anymore, and you said, unless you felt strong enough that you love your job so much that you would do it for free, which if you do, then you're good because it doesn't matter if you get laid off. You just keep on rolling. Um, what would you do for free? And that's what you need to be thinking about, and that's what you need to be working on. And I want to make a disclaimer about that. I'm not recommending that anyone listen to this like, oh, just create your own little side gig and um, get away from doing, you know, try and quit your job. It, that, that's not this. That, that's not this podcast. Um, and it's really not this show in general isn't about, you know, quit your day job at all. Um, it's about you're, you have more time right now. Whether you're, even if you're busier during the work week because you got all this other trying to figure out COVID stuff going on. I mean, at the end of the day, we all have more time in our hands. And you should be doing something with that time. And if you don't know what you would do for free, then you need to figure that out because that's what you want. And that's what's going to ignite you. And that's what's going to put you on the path for when someone asks you that bullshit, what's your why question, you're going ha- to start to have an idea. And I'm not, there's not a whole lot more on this one. It's just straight up. If you're worried about losing your job, you're wasting your, you're, you're, you're wasting too much time. And you could do something with that time. Even if it's just turns into a small little hobby or if it turns into a business or it turns into anything, you could be putting better use to your time. So a couple action items on this one, right? This is something that I did backwards in my life. And I think on the introduction podcast, I talked a little bit about how when I became, now that I'm a now that I am a coach, I look at like I spent so much of my life like I want to like work for myself. I want to create. It wasn't even about working for myself. I, I enjoy working for and with other people. It, it's it's um, I want to create my own thing. And so much of my life, I didn't know how to do that because I didn't know what my passion was. I didn't know what excited me. I didn't know what I was good at uh, per, per se. And now I look back and I'm like, if I did the exercise that I'm going to tell you to do now. 10 years ago or eight years ago or six years ago or five years ago or three years ago, 
what, how would my life have been different? Um, and it's a super simple exercise. It's, it's nothing crazy, but take a sheet of paper, uh, draw a line down the middle on the left side of the paper, write all the things that, uh, you enjoy doing and take some time with this. Three or four things are going to come to mind and we'll talk more about this in other podcasts, the, the ability to build a self-disciplined muscle, but that's really the, the bare bone to any change in your life. And, um, I kind of hopped into this podcast because I think it's so relevant right now, but, but have some self-discipline here, will you? Like, don't just sit there and write a couple things down and then just say, ah, yeah, whatever, right? Like take some time, write, shoot for 10 things, 10 genuine things that you really enjoy doing, that you really like. Think about it. It's going to be hard because we don't do it. And it doesn't necessarily all have to be fun, right? It doesn't have to be like, oh, I like like going outside and like drinking with my friends or like playing a sport. It could be, uh, for me, I like organizing stuff. Like I'm a pretty organized guy. Like I enjoy like getting my shit together. Like that's something enjoyable to me. Um, I like complimenting people. It's actually really enjoyable. Like after like I have like a genuine compliment to someone or like have like a deeper conversation. I'm like, that was awesome. That was fucking great. Anyway, write, write the th- a list of all the things you like and then Give yourself a little bit of headspace, chill for a minute. And then on the other side, write down things that, um, write down things you're good at. And uh, we'll also talk about this in the upcoming episodes, especially on the first live coaching uh, piece I'm going to drop here in a little while. Or, uh, yeah, live coaching that you're going to listen to that's actually not live, it's recorded, but I'm going to call it live coaching because I can't think of the right word. Um, so the first. One, we're going to talk a lot about the saboteur. And we talked a little bit about it in the last one, I think, in the intro. But it's like the inner critic inside of you. It's the person inside of you that's like, or the voice inside your head that's like, play it small. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't go there. Don't go talk to them. Don't, just stay in your comfort zone. People are going to think you're weird. People are going to judge you. It's all, it's the voice that saved our life back in the prehistoric days when there were saber-toothed tigers walking around outside caves and we didn't want to walk outside caves. But it's also the voice that, makes our life miserable now because we listen to it and we make decisions off it. So be aware of that voice. And we'll talk more about awareness in other episodes. But for the purposes of today, be aware of that voice, sidestep it, put it aside and write down things you're good at. Think about a, a perspective is always useful here. So think about it from a friend's perspective or someone else, that same friend that you trust, the same friend that you know that's going to land on their feet. Think about what they would say about you when you said, what are you good at? And make a list. So you have 10 things of each and then take a look and see what, see what, see if there's any connections there. There, there might not be, but, um, I would like to think that if I did this genuinely and I had a list of things I was good at, you know, I was good at having honest conversations with people. Um, I loved coaching. I loved the idea of just watching people develop. Um, I was good at coming up with a plan and organizing and helping people get there. You know, you could see how I'm, I'm kind of filling out two different sides of the sheet. Somewhere on the line, I would have thought that I would have hoped that it would have kind of hit me. Wow, I could be a coach. I could actually do that. And then the immediate thought would be, there's no way you can do that. People don't get any money in that. Uh, people are going to think you're weird. You, you know, you're not, you don't actually have a degree. So people would never hire you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all, trust me, we all have the saboteur voice. We all have it. But uh, that, that's a different conversation for a different day. Step one is um, get to know yourself a little bit here and just see what's right in front of you that you don't realize it. If you want to stop wasting your time and you want to be a little bit more creative, then that starts with something as simple as just this. And, um, I'm just going to, again, reiterate that not that I, I you necessarily need a coach to, to 
write down a list of things you're good at and things you like, but the, the, the process of talking through it and diving deeper and really, in some cases, you might need a coach to understand what you truly like or what you truly are, what, what, what you truly are good at and help push that saboteur aside so you can really come out with that stuff and then connect some dots. So two free sessions, um, not each total. So it's not like I'm offering six sessions here. Nice try though. And that's, um, that's it for today. So four things you can stop. If, if, if you're worried about losing your job, hit the journal, look at worst case scenario, cut out all the bullshit on the outside, proactively take care of your emotional state, take care of yourself. Number three, realize that you, it's because of lack of trust with yourself. And that's really what you need to walk away with for that, for, for that one. You don't trust yourself. If you're worried about losing your job, you don't trust yourself. I mean, th- th- there's no, there's no middle ground there. There's no ambiguity there. That's the truth. Um, you are, you know, you're bigger than your job. Your job is in your life. You know that in your mind, but you, you're, you're not getting that in your body and you're still getting the feelings of emotion because you don't actually trust yourself. Um, to start trusting yourself and figure out a way to do it. And the last one, you're wasting too much time worrying. That's it. If you're worried about losing your job and you're sitting there worried about it and you're beating yourself up, I guarantee if you were working on something else, you would be excited and you wouldn't have time to be worrying about losing your job. I hope this is useful to you guys. I know it was for me. I have had some conversations with a few friends about this and came up with some of these ideas. And I hope, um, yeah, I, I hope you get something from this. And I hope you reach out for some coaching. Don't be, don't be, uh, don't be shy. It's free. There's no strings attached. I'm not gonna try and rope you into something else. Um, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to do this podcast, and I'm excited to help people. And I know I can, and I know you can help yourself. Stop worrying. Get your shit together. I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, it's Joe. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple requests for you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with some friends. Number two, go to my website, joechiccarelli.com and subscribe to my blog. I send updates out when I drop new podcasts uh, once in a while with new blogs and some other stuff. So I'll keep you updated on what's going on. The last piece, if you or anyone you know has interest in joining the podcast as a potential client or even as someone um, to have a valuable discussion or you know someone that might be good for me to bring on here an interview and pick their brain about how they've, uh, how they've, how they've come to find success in their life, let me know. Uh, you can get my contact information on my website if you don't already have it. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a great day.